Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. The plan happened. The last time we met, we began a conversation about Simon Peter, and we paused at the point where Peter had an encounter with Jesus on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. That morning's experience consisted of a miracle. Peter and six other disciples had gone fishing, but that night they caught nothing. Early the next morning, Jesus called out to these expert fishermen if they had any fish, and they answered that they had not caught anything. Jesus was about to cause something to happen, something familiar to Peter at least. Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. John 21 verse 6. My friend, you might have a need. You might have tried something and failed. Know that Jesus, however, can turn things around miraculously. That experience was just like the first time when Jesus and Peter met, and that meeting ended with Jesus saying to Peter, follow me and I will make you to fish for people. But three years later, the same Jesus, the same Peter, the same location, but a similar thing was, uh, was happening, and yet something new was going to unfold. This time, the disciples couldn't call for help. This time, they had to haul in the nets, drag the net to shore full of 153 great fish. On this occasion, having had a meal, Jesus had that life-changing conversation with Peter, a conversation about God's plan for Peter's life. The first time they met, Jesus told Peter, follow me. That was the first sentence in the plan that Jesus had for this fisherman from Galilee. For three plus years, Peter was schooled in ministry by Jesus, and at the most crucial time in their relationship, when Peter promised that he would ensure that Jesus would not be arrested, that night, Peter denied Jesus three times. This morning, however, Jesus spoke a question to him three times. Peter, do you love me? The first two times he answered from his lips, Yes, Lord, I love you. But the third time he answered from his emotions. This time the same question hit a nerve. Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, Do you love me? Peter's emotions had to get involved because the plan for him to fish for people was being laid out before him one more time and it required him to think about it, to feel some emotional pain so that he would hear and understand the mission even more clearly. When Jesus calls you to an assignment, Jesus does not want you to respond automatically. Jesus wants you to think about it and make a decision that you are certain that you are ready. He said to his disciples on a previous occasion that you have to count the cost before you take up the cross. That day, Peter thought about it but this time he was ready. It was not long after that Jesus was taken up into heaven and Peter and 119 other persons went to the upper room in Jerusalem to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit that Jesus had told them to wait for. I want you to remember Peter. 
Because when Jesus is going to use you, he uses what you have or who you are. Peter was a guy who did not take long to make a decision. When Jesus first called Peter and said, follow me, Peter pulled up the boat to shore and left everything and followed him. When Jesus came walking on the water, Peter said, Lord, if it is you, let me come to you. Peter did not think about it. Peter did not ask the other disciples their opinion. He just blurted out his request. When Jesus asked them, who do you say that I am? Peter did not research for the answer. He did not conduct a poll among the disciples. He simply said what came to his mind. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. When Peter was confronted the night of Jesus's arrest about his relationship with Jesus, Peter did not ask them to give him some time to think about it. Three times Peter spontaneously denied Jesus. What am I getting at? Well, on the day of Pentecost, when the 120 of them in the upper room started to speak in unknown tongues, it attracted thousands of people to that spot. And some of the people, obviously not understanding what was going on, claimed that these guys were drunk. It was Peter, the one who did not need to stop and think before he talked. He got up and without planning, without asking the others if he could speak on their behalf, Peter did what he was known to do, but this time he had power, Holy Spirit power. This time Peter was flowing in the power of the Spirit. Peter preached a powerful sermon that day to thousands of people who listened to every word. And when he was finished, the people who heard the sermon asked, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter then had the first altar call ever. Repent and be baptized. My friends, Peter did not rehearse his sermon. He did not preach from notes. But now, Peter, under the control of the Holy Spirit on that day, the first day of the church, 3,000 people responded to Peter's message and were baptized. I heard someone said that 1,000 persons for every time Peter denied that he knew Jesus. 1,000 persons for each time Jesus asked him, Peter, do you love me? That day, the world met a different Peter. They met a man who from that day onward walked in the plan that Jesus had for him. Peter went on to heal the lame man. When Peter was brought before the council to answer to the miracle of healing, this time he did not deny. The council asked him and him and John to never again publicly speak the name of Jesus. The first time Peter told them that they cannot help speaking about what they have seen or heard. Sometime later, they were arrested again, but along with some other disciples were brought before the same council who asked them not to preach in the name of Jesus. But it was Peter who said, we must obey God rather than man. Peter was different. He was walking in the plan for his life under the management of the Holy Spirit. The guy was healing people so much that his very shadow, when passed over people, would cause them to be healed. Simon Peter, the fisherman who Jesus called, the disciple who walked on water with Jesus, the man who denied Jesus three times, the disciple who was made to answer one question that Jesus asked him three times, that same Peter 
turned around and embraced the plan that Jesus had for him all along. That same Peter became a giant in ministry in Jerusalem and beyond. That same Peter was martyred because of him walking in the plan that Jesus had for him. That same Peter in one of his letters said, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. First Peter 2 and verse 9. Certainly Peter went on to declare the praises of him who called him Peter out of darkness into his wonderful light. My friend, do you know what God's plan is for your life? Are you living in that plan? You can run, but, but know that like Peter, Jesus will not allow you to escape. Surrender to the plan God has for you. It will be the best decision you ever made to honor God by living in his plan for your life.